is CJ Kinney for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And even though it isn't anywhere near Halloween, despite the supermarket shelves becoming suddenly stuffed with Halloween candy, even though it is still August, say it with me and inform your grocer, it is still August! Anywho, I've been thinking about ghosts and spirits and souls and such. And I'm feeling the need for some reason to define these terms, perhaps in preparation for the night I can finally eat guilt-free all the Halloween candy currently filling said shelves. Yet somehow I think I can wait. I mean, for God's sakes, I've still got sand between my toes. Well, so anyway, what is a ghost? A quick net search turns up two pretty standard definitions. One, a person's spirit or soul. Two, a person's spirit that appears to the living in bodily form and or haunts a specific location. Pretty standard definitions, all defining a ghost as something only a person can possess. Yet I believe animals and even plants are ensouled, and everything, including rocks, is of spirit. This is because spirit is the divine enlivening. It's what breathes, animates, lives in all of us, in everything. In this way, we are all one with the divine, with God, with everything. And it's because of this oneness that psychics and mediums like me and those of us in touch with our sixth sense and tune with our intuition can tap into and experience what many call the supernatural being plugged into our divine, that spirit of oneness that pervades and encompasses everything in its infinite network, supercharges our existence, revealing an expansive reality beyond the material where the miraculous is commonplace. This is spirit. So you can see, a ghost is something altogether different, more mundane than magnificent, and maybe a little tragic too, because ghosts are still here. They are stranded beings, trapped through fear of what comes next, or unfinished business, or in denial that their physical body has died. Ghosts are the souls blind to their spirit of fellow earthlings, in need of our compassion and assistance. So send up a little spiritual SOS to help them out if you think you've encountered one. After all, you may need a little future help getting to that next level, too. Now, on to souls. In a nutshell, souls are you, a uniquely divine expression of embodied spirit, the immaterial, immortal essence and totality of who you are. So here's how it works. Spirit ensouls the material with its divine essence, after which it's experienced as a human, a tiger, an oak tree, a rock, a pet, even maybe a pet rock. It's as simple as that. Everything is an expression of spirit, whether or not it can walk, talk, or even make brownies. Now, just a little disclaimer here. I am, of course, not the be-all and end-all authority on this stuff, though I do study it quite a bit and experience expressions of it in meditation and in my practice as an intuitive medium. But your mileage may vary when seeking this kind of information and understanding, depending on who you ask and what aspect or version of the world's spiritual traditions, religions, and philosophies you consult. But one thing is for sure. No matter your past, and without exception, you are known, you are loved, and you are never alone because you absolutely are a one-of-a-kind expression 
of the divine. And in a quiet moment of peace, if you close your eyes and put your hand over your heart, you will feel it. For Esoterica, I'm CJ Kinney. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.